This is Angelica Marie, and you're tuned into Ain't No Filter. Yes, I said ain't no filter. This podcast ain't for the lighthearted. Ain't no sugarcoating. Ain't no tiptoeing. Ain't no dog filter, and ain't no flower filter. Ain't no filter. Straight shoot from the hip on every single episode of Ain't No Filter. All right, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Angelica Marie, and yes, we are getting it cracking again. And I have my boy, Wavy B. What's up, Wavy B? What's good, what's good? How are you feeling, Wavy B? I'm good, man. You know, just chilling, trying to get through this coronavirus like everybody else, but we're going to make it. We're going to be straight. Corona? Um, So, like you said, I know I've been quarantined for, like, what, I think two months, maybe three. How long have you been quarantined? Um, you know, I, I, I've been in the house, but you know, I, I be cheating. I be, I be going outside and, you know, just saying what's up. I'm actually still going to work. So, you know, it's dad. And so, you know, it's, just got to get out the house, man. But, you know, I'm, I'm being socially distant. Though. I got my mask and I'm doing it the right way. So the right way. So, okay. You said you still going to work. So like you're an essential worker then. That's what they like us to believe. <laughs> you know, um. You know, I go every other day. That's how we're being socially distant. So, you know, I'm just, I'm still getting my check. So I, I can't complain that much. So, I mean, that's facts right there. Okay. You said you were social distancing the right way. And if y'all didn't know, I got Wavy B on Ain't No Filter today because we going to shit talk. Like, we going to talk that shit real quick. But oh, let's get into it. Okay. Like, you social distancing and everything. But my question is, is you, you know, is you, who you, you, you doing sneaky links, you got a quarantine bay, like, you DM sliding, what's the deal? <laughs> um, we, um, uh, I mean, you know, we, I, I'm. You, I'm, I'm stuttering, stuttering, <laughs> trying to explain. I'm, um, trying to make the best of it, I'll, I'll say that. Okay. Just trying to trying to make the best of a, a sketchy situation. A sketchy you know. situation. So you doing sticky <laughs> links. Ain't no real social distancing. Something like that. Well, we're socially distant together. So, you know, but we, we're not here to talk about that, though. <laughs> we're here to talk about everything quarantining. Like, okay. you know, ain't no filter. I'm getting all up in your business. Come on. You know I ain't got nothing to hide. I mean, at least you, you quarantine with a person you want to quarantine with because... I got roommates. I'm tired. I didn't find out who the messy person is. Like, I didn't find out who the dirty person is. And I'm just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm sure. This is when you're really going to find out if you like this person or not, because y'all can't go nowhere. So you end up spending a lot of time with uh, some people you ain't, you know, you used to spend a lot of time with. So, you know. Yeah, free me, because I'm ready to go. And I mean, you already know Georgia been tripping. I think, I don't know. Like, well, y'all. Y'all open. <laughs> but um, we open, but we not open, open. Like, I feel like this. Georgia is not open until they be like, it's safe enough to open up the clubs. We bringing back, um, what is it, rum punch brunch? Yeah. You know. No. Nah, I know Atlanta is going to be open when Oak is open. That's what I'm going to know because I might, I might have to just come down for that because Oak ain't been open in a couple months. You know, they do their brunch every week, so I'm sure whenever they open back up, that's going to be crazy. Like, See, I've only been to one, like, brunch at Oak, and I ain't going to mm-hmm. lie. I was in that mug doing a little science fighting. I had See, on a little you ain't got no Huh? I'm telling you, you get sucked in the culture, you ain't got no choice. You'd be like, well, let me turn up with everybody else in here because they lit, like. Yeah, I like the atmosphere at Oak because, one, first of all, Oh, the way it's set up, it make everybody feel like you're in VIP. So I was in that mug thinking I was doing something. But I was with somebody who really did have, like, a section. We had the hookah. We had the bottles. Like, I was in there, you know. It was daytime. It was was just lit. I was just just feeling the vibes. I wouldn't recommend you being there if you ain't got nowhere to sit because it tends to get a little crowded. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's how a lot of Atlanta scenes are anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little too old now. I don't go to the, I don't go, I don't go what, out. What is you talking about? This, These are prime years. Like, this This is prime time. Because oh. after this, you, you you know, we went to school out there, so, you know, we grew up in it. 
we learn how to move through it and now it's time to like really really do your thing so you know I think that's the issue right there because we was here like I really enjoyed my college years like I was thugging like I didn't miss a function like opera mansion everything mm-hmm. like all the holding the walls like I was there and when I mean holding the walls I mean like holding the wall clubs not like holding the wall because that's a spot too in Georgia if y'all not familiar uh, hole in, you know, hole in the wall get down though. Like you, I didn't had a few episodes of hole in the wall that that turned into movies. So we ain't even gonna get into that. Like oh, hole in the wall, I definitely helped carry a couple people out of hole in the wall. Um, you know, it's a little yeah, bougie ha- now though. It is. They didn't put sections in there, but you know, we didn't. You didn't been there for a few of my episodes. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a. I, this ain't no filter, but I ain't gonna put you out there like that because I do know. Hey man, I know. I know now. That's college. That's college, man. You know, we 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 did our thing. <laughs> like what happens in college stays in college. But with like quarantine, what are you like? What have you been? Okay. Based on quarantine, what have you like liked on social media? What have you been seeing? Like, what's what's your thing? Like, because there's been a lot of different things going on. You mean as in like a, a trend, or what do you mean by like what I like? Like, uh, like any music artists that you've been um liking or any trends? I mean, y'all had me doing challenges for like three months at first. Okay, I'm exaggerating. That's the the, the challenge thing was cool. It, it just got to the point where it's like, I. Right, I'm over it. Like, I feel like, you know, some stuff only lasts like a week. And then after that, it's like, all right, what's, what's the next thing? What else can we do? Because that's, that's pretty much what we're doing, just trying to pass time. That was kind of, half the challenges ain't even really do shit. Like, you know, it take five minutes for me to take a shot or less. <laughs> so, you know, like that, that ain't taking up no time. It's just something to get on to do, get on there and do. Um, a couple of the music challenges were kind of cool, like uh, the one with like Bill Clinton, where he holding all the albums. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I thought I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was when cool. I did mine. Um, I made sure I was trying to do like different albums or albums like that I know were good that I just ain't listened to in a while. That you know. What albums did you good. do again? Oh, let's see if I can remember because I was trying to. So I think I did the the Free Band Gang album. Toxic niggas. Um, <laughs> I did Future Monster. Um, I think I did Drake. Nothing was the same. And then my last one was Travis Scott Days Before Rodeo. A whole bunch of toxic niggas. How is Travis Scott a toxic nigga? Like? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's toxic too. I, you know what he's toxic. I'm pretty sure if I figured out he's toxic. I know Kylie's for- still around. Huh? Kylie's still around, so whatever. That's because they got a kid you know together. Get out of here, bro. They they broke up and got back, so you know somebody wanted something, and you know Stormy always looking for him and not her. So you know when when the babies choose you, that say something about you. That just means you're a good father. You could be a horrible significant other. Well, oh, no. well, I hear silence. I don't think I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anybody's toxic just because of music man like we don't know we don't know how these people act in their day-to-day lives so it's for me it's just hard to say like you toxic based on your music now if if people want to act toxic based on your music that's on people right that's true but what is really toxic because i had another discussion with some people about toxic and they was talking about ghosting being toxic like is that toxic like is ghosting toxic why'd you go ghost like it just like, did you just disappear because you felt like disappearing, or did you have a reason, or you had some personal shit going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, I feel like it all depends on like why you did stuff. Like, but then like I saw some. I feel like everybody has some toxic qualities or well, quality. So, do you have you been called toxic, or do you think you're toxic? Of of course. <laughs> you think you're toxic. No, I've been called toxic. Uh, I might be a little toxic, but I'm not like radioactive. Like I'm a- <laughs> radioactive. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, like, so when you got called toxic, why did they say you were toxic? Um, just dumb stuff or like stuff I say try to be silly. Like, uh, one of my toxic traits, and I know this is actually true. I be feeling like you know, if we if we talked, we messed around for a bit. Once we, even though we might have stopped toxic, I think I always have the ability to make you come back. That's 
think, oh shit, <laughs> because I feel like this. I feel like okay, so like you know, I don't cons- okay. That's what I'm telling a lot, but like I feel like that too. I feel like if I once talked to you, I can make you talk to me again if I wanted to, and I feel like it's proven because I kid you not. Every single guy who I've ever talked to, once we stop talking, they'll add me on social media. And I'm looking like, mm-hmm. why are you being nosy? And I'm going to accept you. You can look all you want, but, like, there you go. Let's see. Like, I'm the type of person, I'll be looking at it like this. I don't have, um, like, bad breakups or bad fallouts or anything like that. So, like, I feel like I'm such a cool person, even though, like, we might not mess around no more. I'm so cool, like, you still don't want to be cool with me. That's that. So that's that like, Libra. Someone told me that was toxic, and I was like, maybe it is a Libra shit. But you know, that's the game. I don't know. I don't see. That's the thing. They say y'all Libras, y'all be lying, y'all be cheating. They say y'all toxic. All the all the all the bad stuff. What about the good stuff? <laughs> I don't know because all the Libras I know, of course I know you. Y'all seem like really cool. Like, I feel like y'all really, like, I really feel like y'all be balanced, like, y'all be there for people, like, y'all be some real niggas. I feel like I'm one of the the chittest, littest niggas you'll ever meet, like, you know, I be chilling, but you see me get wild, you see me go crazy, like, so, you know, it's it's all the same, and it's it's all cool, I feel like I've always been a, a positive person, always been cool to be around. Um, you know, I I tend to usually get along with everybody. I can't think of too many people that you know like just like me because they don't like me. You yeah, I mean Blake, you are like a really friendly person, so I could see, you know. Yeah, they, some people don't like that. <laughs> I mean, at the, see, okay, so I just know for me, being an Aquarius, like everybody say, like we're emotionally detached. Uh, we're just a lot of different things that, but we like the best sign in the zodiac because we real, like we real people. But we supposed to get along with like Gemini's, and I forget who else. But Gemini's get on my nerves. So um, we get along with everybody, huh? We get along with everybody. I don't, I think you think you get along with everybody because just like you said, that's a matter of opinion. Like I think you're cool. But when a person is dating or in a relationship or talking to you, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's different. It just depends. Like, I don't know. Like, for example, I'm an Aquarius. I love Aquariuses, but male Aquariuses are not the move. Like, I've male Aquariuses have talked to me and I would, I, I've entertained it. But I advise mm-hmm. everybody against male Aquariuses. Don't date them, especially if you're an Aquarius. Like something is wrong with them. Um, yeah. Um, some people I don't know. Well, in my case, once again, like I get along with everybody, but some people clash with me just because who I am and cause who they are. But that's not my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always pretty much been the same person, always like the the same type of, you know friendly flirty if you want to call it because that's what some people will call it um type of like energy so you know like but clashing with people it just like sometimes personalities clash and in my experience like our personalities clash just because in her case she wasn't like an everybody person so me just being friends with everybody and just being around people and she rather you know have like a real I don't even want to say a small circle but just like I don't talk to everybody. I'm not cool with everybody just because that's me. And you being cool with everybody, like, push you out there and you popular and all this stuff. So we kind of butted heads on that. But, I mean, that's that's just like, you know, you deal with people. People are different. Um, and you just you just go through it. And, you know, you, you got to move for you. So. Oh, you speaking on real. So, but do you feel like that person was, like, insecure, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's usually where it'll come from. It'll have something to do with that. I've been in a few situations like that where the person was just insecure. It was like, oh, you know, all these people. And you know you know, from just being around me, you're not like most of my friends are girls. So that's that's already a problem in itself at some point. Um, but that's 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 just me. Those are those are just my friends. But it's like I don't I in I guess for me, I can relate to it because a lot of like my close relationships have been with men. And I just feel like if you want to be my friend, you would have to accept that I have male friendships. Like, 
and that mm-hmm. some of my male friends are my closest friends. But I feel like that's with any individual. But I do feel like when you talk to a person, well, no, more so like when you're in a relationship, um, you have to make the person feel secure too. Like, I'm not saying like, of course, you have to be in charge of your own insecurities and your, and your security in your relationship. But you want your significant other to feel secure. Like, for example this ain't no filter so i'm just gonna say this shit the person if they figure it out is them they can just be mad later um mm-hmm. somebody I was, somebody i'm really like friends with like really <laughs> okay somebody that i'm friends with that i'm like really cool like been cool with for a very long time was in a mm-hmm. relationship right but me and mm-hmm. this person is real cool but like it kind of our friendship kind of went sideways, not on my part, on the person's part. And they mm-hmm. was like, you know, talking to me like they wanted to date me. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm cool. I know you were in a relationship. And I feel like they made their person insecure because all of a sudden the person didn't like me. I never met the person. But because they were doing stuff that was like not okay, even though I wasn't giving any play back it created mm-hmm. their significant other to have an insecurity about me. Like, when I say I was shutting it down and the only simple fact that I was still communicating with the person is because we have a long-standing friendship and mm-hmm. I didn't really know stuff was about to go sideways, but, like, I got beef for no reason. Well, I don't beef. beef people beef with me. That's my opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, I think uh... people people make stuff toxic and everything. So ghosting is toxic, or you say it depends. I said it depends. Okay, I because I'm not gonna lie, I've ghosted, I've ghosted, but people have ghosted me too. Yeah, people ghosted me too. But honestly, like I feel like because I've been told apparently I'm emotionally unavailable. So <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that mean? And I, I honestly I don't know. I guess it means I just I just don't care, or like I'm so emotionally detached, like I can't get. I guess um what's the word I want to use? Um attached. I can't get like attached to you like you're attached to me. And I feel like it's it's just cause you don't want to, not cause you can't. Like I guess something like that. But I've been told that by a few people. So you know, I just be like my response is be like, well, whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not a good response. It. I mean, I, I probably am. I'd be like, they but they'll just say that just because I'll be like, Oh, you don't want no you don't want a relationship. I'll be like, Well, I don't, and I told you that. But see, that's even though all women aren't the same, like I keep hearing that so much. Like you can't you can't force somebody to want something like okay, so I think people got mistaken. You know, it's this whole saying that um if a man, you know, really wants you, he gonna what's the saying? It's not that saying, it's another where one where apply it's pressure, like, apply pressure. No, no, no. It's the, it's another one where it's like for the right woman, he'll change, he'll he'll be ready to be in a relationship. Baby, if he don't want to be in one, I promise you, he probably not gonna want to be in one. So it's like it's just simple as that. Everybody don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, but that I'm not gonna say wanting to be in a relationship, but being ready to be in a relationship. I feel like that's a real thing. Like I feel like you kind of know yourself, and you're gonna be like, like, am I really gonna like put my all into this, or am I just gonna like screenshot it along? Like you know what I'm saying? So you can't really, if you know, be like. Actually, you you think I'm just being an asshole, but I'm actually doing this so like you won't get your feelings hurt or something like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I know me, I know like I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna be faithful. I'm just not gonna put my all into it. And obviously, you already put more into it than me. So you know what I'm saying? I, that that should tell you something right there. Wait, you're not gonna put your all into it if you're forced into the like. Well, I guess can nobody force you. If you go ahead. No, go ahead. If you. If you forced into it or you be like, you know, some people be in a relationship just because they bored. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to know. You'd be like, I'm, I'm I'm, so serious, bro. Sometimes you'll do it. You'll just be like, man, you know what? I'm bored. Let me let me see what this goes. Like, I'm, I'm kind of rocking with it, but I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? But the thing about relationships, like anybody you're going to talk to, and I, I've told people this, like, for a long time because someone told me this. Whenever you start talking to them you either gonna marry them or you gonna leave them it's, it's only two outcomes like no matter what like no matter what y'all go through this and the third y'all either gonna get married y'all gonna date forever or y'all gonna break up 
thing. That's true. I usually get ghosted though, so I don't feel bad ghosting people. I don't well, know. I mean, shit. <laughs> like, cause I ain't even gonna lie, I got ghosted. I got ghosted during quarantine, and it was only like two days. Like, I got ghosted, bro. But I should have knew. Like, I was like a like I don't even know. Like, so you know, I ain't gonna say what app I was on because you know, I Tinder. Gonna, I was not on Tinder. Tinder alert. I was not on Tinder. What I you didn't. on? You on Hinge? I heard that's the new one. No, I don't know. Ain't Hinge? No, I'm not on Hinge. I don't know what that is. Well, I'm going to say this. I was on Bumble one time. Well, not one time. I was on Bumble for like a couple weeks. <laughs> it didn't uh-huh. really work out. Like, I don't really know if I don't know how to shoot my shot properly because for y'all who are not familiar, Bumble is where the girls have to slide in the guys dms and stuff like you make the first move but it's like mm-hmm. dang what am i supposed to say like am i supposed to say hey what's your favorite color like that was your favorite of, color like i don't know what to say and then they be having the prompts and stuff and i be i was trying to say like cute stuff that was in a bio but i was like this is too much work <laughs> coffee old fashioned. I'm trying to run into somebody at a coffee shop or something like I can't like I feel you it's it's really it's really so for me I kind of look at it as like trial and error like you just got to find out like what works if you're trying to talk to somebody on social media like one thing I like probably about Instagram is what makes it it can make it a whole lot easier trying to shoot your shot at somebody you could just reply to their story Yo, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that just already the, the conversation already there. You just gotta say something, basically, and like that'll basically kick something off, and then you pretty much go from there. Like, after that, it's it's on you. It's funny. Hold on, I gotta go. Okay, so I got ghosted, but I got ghosted into that. Fuck it, I'm gonna just say it. It was low key on Twitter, and then the person low key like subtweeted me. I feel like they subtweeted me, but then again, I might just be full of myself. But they was like something, something about like I hate small talk, and I'm looking like my nigga. What what am I supposed to like be texting you right now? Like I want to talk on the phone. Like I don't. This is the thing. Anybody who knows me, like I can have a conversation, but when it comes down to texting and I'm just getting to know you, like. I don't know how much I should like ask you or text you or say to you because I don't want you to be like, dang, you asking a lot or like, dang, you. Yeah, that's that's uh, one thing with me too. I don't want to be asking too many questions, but I'm really just like trying to like ask a question that'll start like a a real conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying, but whatever. I think they subtweeted me, and if they did, oh well. Hey, trial and error. That's that's all you could do. <laughs> in the um the uh the Instagram story thing. All right, so you know we quarantine or whatever, and I was I was feeling myself. So one day I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do my hair. Like I'm gonna paint my nails. So I'm gonna put a little color lip gloss on real quick, get real pop, and I'm gonna put on this outfit that I really been wanting to wear, but can't go outside, can't be around people. So I had me a little photo mm. shoot. I had me a little in video twerk session, huh? In the crib, huh? Yep. In a cream, and then you know what? I was like, I'm gonna post this on Instagram. Posted it on my Instagram stories, baby. Let me tell you, you know, DMs. You was getting them them hard eyes, huh? (laughs) You know, a little sign, something, little little DM action. But I really just be chilling. I be chilling. I'm chilling. I feel you. Um. But you know, one thing, one thing I like, see, they keep they keep making like the story replies better. You can add gifts now. And you know, gifts, that's like a whole that'll make or break a conversation right there. Just how you just how you could use that. Like I um, don't I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't wanna meet no but like in all seriousness, I really don't wanna meet nobody on social media. Like I really wanna meet somebody the old fashioned way because Social media is like, dang, like, I don't put filter, like, every once in a while, of course, I throw a filter on, but, like, I try not to put filters on my pictures or nothing, because I don't want nobody ever be like, oh, I met her with her, she, she was, <coughs> so she, she you, was catfish. You feel like you're getting catfished or something, like? I don't want nobody to think I'm catfish, but I think I look the same on the internet as I do, like, in real life, like, right. I mean, I'm sure, like. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it's always whenever you, you first meet somebody off of social media it's always that thought in the back of your head like what if this ain't like who i think it is like 
don't know. My worst fear, honestly, y'all, I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, my worst fear is that I think a guy is taller than what he is, and he be like 5'2". Like, I'm going to cry. Because <laughs> in your mind, this. you like, in your mind, you thinking like, okay, he can tell that I'm probably tall, so I know this short dude not going to talk to me. No offense to short dudes. Like I said, I, I've said this before, that if I ever encounter a short guy, he's really, really fine, that I would give him a chance. But mm. on my in really? my dreams, you at least six one and above. Six one and above. You know what? I'll give you six feet. I at least want to be able to wear heels and not tower <clears throat> over you. Like if Lisa yeah. Leslie can find somebody taller than her, then Angelica George can too. <laughs> Like, I but I ain't never heard no girl say I'll give the short guy a chance. Like I will, especially like the really taller fine. girls, huh? And like the the one thing I know, and I always say this: I'll be like, girls don't know how tall they are, so like they don't know how tall you are. Like if you if you know the girl is short, you could almost probably lie and say you you might be like five seven. You could probably lie and say you like five ten. She ain't gonna know the difference. Like it's just bad. I'm telling you, like don't please men out here don't lie to me because I'm a no. I'm gonna know. Like the men in my family are tall. Like my brother's six feet, so I can, I can measure right there. Like I already know if you if you kind of short, that's like another. See, social media be smoking mirrors. Like a guy really tried to talk to me. He had kids. No, damn well I be on social media making statements that I don't want to talk to nobody who got kids. He had kids. He was shorter than me. I was just like, I don't even know why you even try, baby boy. Like, not baby boy. But I will say, like, fine dudes who are short, Sammy. How you doing, Sammy? Uh, <laughs> and man, it, is, it is 2020, and you never know. I always tell men and women, just shoot, shoot that shot. Take it. I don't care if you're shooting a layup or if you shooting like Steph Curry. Just shoot, take your shot, do whatever you got to do because you never so, know. So, Sammy, I'm, I'm shooting for Sammy. From the bottom to the top, um, I got your first album, Sammy. I'ma DM you this, um, and I just want to say, Sammy, you got my heart. You got my heart, man. You got my heart. You know, you know, you know. I think you cute and all this stuff. Like I'm in a god too. You in a god, but no, like seriously. I was about to say you might want to write that down. (laughs) Oh, that was that was good. I might use that because you know, shoot your shot. Like they be saying it be working, but. With quarantine, a lot of people have dropped like music. Well, hold on. How have you felt about the versus battle? Have you been watching? Um, they're cool. Um, it's pretty. Some of them are lit. Some of them are uh done better than others. Shout out to Teddy. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, but um, it's it's cool. I feel like it's pretty entertaining. Obviously, it's it's generating a lot of views and all that stuff because I I feel like a lot of people tune into those. Um. Versus, it's kind of hard to like decide like who should really go against who. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of hard. Like if you if you look at people's catalogs and you know some people might say, well, this person should go against this person, and people would be like, well, nah, because that ain't the same. Like that that like even the um I want to say what was that the Scott Storch and Manny Fresh one? Yeah, and it was originally Scott Storch against what T Pain. <clears throat> Was that what it was? That I no. can't even really see that though, because I feel like if you're gonna you you know, producer against producer, that's cool. But it's like, you know, Manny Fresh like pretty much ran like early two thousands, right? Yeah. So that's when he was like at his prime. But Scott Storch is like, you know, had this longevity and he's got like more genres, different type of artists, different different type of sounds. No disrespect to Manny in any way, but you know, like and even like Scott Storch, he just pulled up stuff like, you know, like he wasn't like the main producer. Like he he might have put like um But that right there, that's what people were saying though. Like, well, one, like you said, I definitely agree. Like Scott Storch is still heavy producing and his his genre is kind of like all over the place because he um I'm trying to think he produced us I don't know how many songs, but I want to say he produced Die Young for Roddy Rich. Or is it down below? He produced one it's, of it's one. It's one of those. I think it's Dion. Yeah, he produced one of those. But like somebody else had made the statement with Sky Storage, you never know what he really did on the song. That's true. But we knew what Manny Fresh did, and we knew what these other people did. So I felt like that kind of in a sense isn't fair. Like you need to do 
when they battle, it should be like producer versus producer, and yeah. they really produced it. And then writer versus writer, they really wrote it. Yeah, and then like if you were like um actually watching once Scott started doing all the stuff, he was like, I thought we was doing rap. <laughs> I mean, uh Manny was like, I thought we was doing rap. Scott still started put out pulling out like R and B, like crossovers, like just just all this other stuff, which were, you know, hits, but you know, like, you know, it's it's almost like you you went on versatility alone. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, I respect Manny Fresh, like you said, like, not to get it twisted, but I just don't think he had that kind of catalog to attract all viewers and stuff, like, or to be like, okay, yeah, because when I look at verses, I'm looking at, like, you had the streets, um, you had mainstream, and you was able to touch every genre. Mm-hmm. That's how I was looking at it, even though... <clears throat> I don't know. I really feel like who was, who was it? Neo and Sean Gary. I can I could barely watch that one. I can <laughs> watch that Sean one. Garrett was going crazy, literally. <laughs> like he was showing out. <laughs> I think he was on that Duce. I he think he he was definitely like on one because I didn't even watch that, and I just saw like what they were saying about him on Twitter, and I was just like, Yo, what is this nigga doing? Like. <laughs> He was too, he had too much going on, but um, I want to say, like, it's even hard to, like, say, like, who you could really, going back to the main point, it was kind of hard to say, like, who could really go against somebody. Like, who would you put against somebody like Chris Brown? Uh, uh, and you are, I really, uh, uh. That's See, you can't even, it's like, who is, who is up there at the same level? Somebody said Usher, where I was like, well, Usher got more hits in like the 90s and early 2000s that's a different sound and then chris brown crosses over a lot plus he's very poppy plus chris brown also raps a lot so it's like what what part of his catalog do you want to really talk about if you're gonna put him in a category against somebody you know what i'm saying that is true i agree and because like y'all can say what y'all want but that the latest usher song that he did with lma i don't like it so you don't like it no i don't like it the video oh man that's my shit <laughs> yeah you on your own i don't like that song oh i feel like that song i feel like that's big summer vibes like i, I feel like it's it's a fun like day party type song like mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna go to a day party if we ever get out of quarantine and if they play that, I'm gonna get back to you. But to me, I just wasn't for the song. I don't I don't know. Like I thought it was cool. I thought the collaboration was dope. I thought the video was dope. I thought the outfits were dope, but I was not here for the song. I just mm. wasn't. But like I definitely agree with you because who do you put first of all, Chris Brown dropping projects that have a hundred songs, that right there is something different. I don't feel like you can put Chris Brown up with anybody. But I will say I've been surprised a couple times because T-Pain and Lil John, I was like, T-Pain, nah, he, T-Pain, he tripping. But T-Pain was really up there holding his weight. Like, he was holding his weight. So I could see it, like, yeah. it could work. Like, it really could work. But it even, like really- you said, like, just, just off the names, you wouldn't think that would that would be, like, an even comparison, just off names, like. I ain't gonna lie, cause I was thinking like, okay, T Pain got you know, buy me a drink. He got Shawty. He got some other like I ain't discrediting T Pain, but I was like, Lil John crossed over into pop. Like he yeah. was really poppy. Like T Pain, like he was pop, but not the type of pop that Lil John was. Like Lil John was white people pop. Like T Pain was black people pop. In not black people. Get what pop. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey. If Babyface can say, I'm about to go into my white songs, I can say <laughs> black people pop. You true. You right. But, okay, so people been talking about the jar Rule and 50 Cent. I don't think that is mm. even logical. What do Mm-mm. you think? Nah, that ain't it. Because <clears throat> I don't feel like ja- I love jar Rule. Like, don't get me wrong. But jar Rule do not got them type of hits. He got hits, but he don't got the same amount of hits. Not like 50. 50 mind you, this, mind you, the whole Thing is, you're supposed to play 20, what, is it 10 and 10 or 20 and 20? 20, 20. So if you do 20 and 20, like, that's that's a lot of songs, first of all. Like, 20, if you play 20 songs by itself, that could that could be, like, damn near an hour. So you got, like, an hour of hits. I'm trying to think. So all the songs with him and Ashanti, the songs with him and Vita, Charlie Baltimore, um, Ja Rule <laughs> got that other song, the song with Bobby Brown. 
uh, the song with Mary J. Blige. Okay, yeah. them the ones I, <laughs> them the ones I can name off. But this see, like, and even like you naming them, like I gotta, I gotta hear them to remember what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Cause I ain't gonna lie, like I remember the day my uncle uh, gave my brother that Fifty Cent "Get Rich Die Get Rich or Die Trying." Mm-hmm. Boy, it was over. Right, and then that's... my mama, like I know this is how I look at it. My mama buy your album, then you you hot shit because my mama bought what was it? I think it's Massacre with the blue and yellow writing on the album. I think so. My mama bought that. I was like, oh yeah, and that album, that album hit. Yeah, and then it's see. like it's like G Unit or Murder Inc. Like I don't know. And it also says something about you if you have a an album of hits versus like you got some singles, but your album isn't like a whole like I don't want to listen to your whole project type. You know what I'm saying? That's true. But you know, I I came across a clip where Beyonce uh was talking about how people just put out singles. They're not like really taking the time to fine tune an album. And I'm not gonna say it's the same way because Ja Rule, I mean, he ain't put out an album in I don't know when, but it would have had to be a minute, like for real, for real, the last time Ja Rule would have put out an album. Right. So I just I would have to like that cohesiveness of an album like hits like the idea of everything flowing together means a lot and then you know that you know what they was trying to say they was trying to pair dmx and jay-z no <laughs> that's but, that's another thing like who you gonna put against jay-z who but let me tell you like i could okay so i was like i think people really like sleeping on dmx because dmx got like so many freaking albums like slipping like it's just like so so many projects that dmx truly has had but i did say like i can't you can't pair dmx and if if dmx never stopped rapping if he never would have got into some of the stuff he got into Mm. then yes i would pair up dmx and jay-z because you got to think about when certain people is coming into the game who they was getting compared against anyway like Mm -hmm. if jay-z would have if DMX would have stayed consistently rapping or even every time Jay-Z dropped, DMX dropped, then I'd be like, okay, this could be a real battle because, like, it's dark and hell is hot. Like, we know that's a good album. Flesh of Flesh, Blood of My Blood, like, that's a good album. Like, we know this. Like, we know DMX got bars. We know DMX is a real spitter, but it's just the fact that he didn't stay consistent. He disappeared. Like, well, he right. disappeared. We, we know what happened. Well, that's the, that's the, the thing. I mean, it's you know how hard it is to stay like relevant in the music industry, like especially like is. over a long period of time. Like you know, everybody like you could be real hot, like like hot, like when I don't know, like when Drake first came out, and you featured on like everybody's shit. But then like you know, eventually it's gonna slow down, and you're gonna have to come back. Like you know, you're gonna have your fans, of course, but of putting out like something that's going to like make you re relevant again, or if, unless you can just stay consistently relevant, like that's really hard to do. I feel like DMX would have stayed relevant if he didn't get into some of his trouble. Like I think, well, I, let me say this: <clears throat> DMX is still relevant, but as far as like going toe to toe with a lot of people, we not saying that because he, a lot of people, everybody's trying to pair him with have put out music in the last year. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all trying to put him up against Jay Z, but Jay Z has put out music in the last year, two years, like two years. When was that? What was years, it? What was the like, last album that that four 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 album? No, because didn't the Carter joint come out after that? That's a joint album, though. He still got verses. I mean, if, <laughs> like, if, that, if that's what you want to count, I thought we was just doing like like your shit. <laughs> I mean, all right. Either way, okay, four four four, like. Wendy's like what's good like, <laughs> it still came out I just think that people wilding with this versus because even people trying to compare Aaliyah and Kaylani like y'all Ew, what? <laughs> like sit down Ew. shout out to Kaylani though her, her album pretty solid it was cool dropped but yesterday. Was cool. Drop yesterday I listened to it I'm gonna re-listen cause it was cool yeah, I gotta, I gotta re-listen to. I'm not even a real big fan of hers either, but that album is pretty solid. Yeah, I just was like, let me listen and see what's going on. Like, but I will say, because a lot of people drop during this like quarantine. I don't know how many people plan to drop, or if it was like, let me drop something, and you know, like get things out because Rawway dropped. Do you listen to Rawway? Um, I listened to that album 
a little bit. It was it was cool. I'm not like a fan, but it, it was cool. Aww. First of all, I know all the words to um ghetto gospel. I'm sure you do. Because <laughs> you I, I feel like you the first one that put me on to that. Because you was literally like, go listen to this. And I was like, what is this? He was like, just listen to it. <laughs> like, you wasn't taking no for an answer. And I, I did get into it. Ghetto Gospel was good. Right. Because I will say, Ghetto Gospel is better than Pray for, I think it's what, Pray for Love is the latest project title. I think so. But I think, I still think Raw Wave, he's good. Like, I don't know. I did listen to Dark Project. Did you listen to Dark Project? Um, Not the, I didn't listen to the whole project. I listened to, um, what is it? The three-headed goats. <laughs> I just listened to it because, like, I saw it and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And then, like, I saw the project and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back and listen to it later." Um, I mean, Dark. I'm getting used to Dark being not like you got to meet the Bang Bros, Dirk, and Signs to the Streets and stuff and mm-hmm. everything like that. But I did listen to Lil TJ. You listened to him? No, I didn't. All right, this is what I'm gonna say about Lil TJ. What? He got to get his priorities together because. <laughs> He let that whole, he was dropping videos and all these outlets, they only plug in the fact that you didn't want to pay for Ruby Rose. Um, I think that's the girl name. I don't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You like, didn't want to pay bro. for her, her to fly back. And then I don't know if he was tripping. Like, he started tripping because he started calling out. Who did he start calling out? Um, huh. Was it Chinese Kitty? I think. Yeah, he called out Chinese Kitty. Then he called out, oh, I don't know if Don Q said something first or if he said something first, but all I know is Don Q was, you know, big tough guy on the internet and was like, you know, basically was good. Like, what's up? I'm in New York. I'm out here. Woo, woo, woo. Whatever. Oh, yeah, you know. No, like, I ain't even getting into that whole situation because it was just like, oh, this probably pushed on the show. And you know what's funny? What it really might have been since this nigga just dropped the album, it might have been um what they do, like just like trying to get some attention. Publicity. Yeah, publicity, stuff. publicity stuff, yeah, which would make a lot of sense. Cause that was literally like what I want to say, like last weekend, and then he dropped his album yesterday. Well, let's get into it because So, you know. The bit well, I gotta say one more thing. I think that Beyonce and Megan the Savage remix was the ish. Mm-hmm. Because Beyonce snaps. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not part of the Beehive, but she snapped. And then Smino, y'all gotta listen to Smino. Like, he from, he from uh, St. Yeah, Louis. Louis. And this man, he bringing back mixtapes. Like, he was really bringing back mixtapes. I, I gotta go back and listen to that project again. What is it she she decided or something like that? She already was here or something like that? I don't know. I'm a, I think it's she already decided. I don't feel like it's already the... I don't even know. I don't know, but it was good. <laughs> like... It was good. I listened. It was good. It was cool. Be Simone voice. Oh, <laughs> but no, like, okay, we talking about publicity stunts and everything like that. The reality is, guess who they free? They didn't free little six nine Takashi. Oh, Here we go. Here, we, Here go. we go. Like this is this is rainbow. This is big talk. It big is. talk. This it's... is the king of New York, they say. I don't really know who they is. It's a, All right. I just want to know, know how do you feel? Is. How do you feel? About which part of it? Like the, the snitching part, the I'm out part, the the clout part, like all it, of it. It's the, it's so okay, many it's so many parts. Like part. <laughs> let's talk about the snitching part. How do you feel about the snitching part? I mean, people people could talk shit, say say all that word, but honestly, it, it's to the point, it's like it's not like he's snitching on like his his brother or like his best friends or something like that. These is like niggas who really did all this shit to him, robbed him. Uh, what took his girl, took his money, took all this, uh, all this, then the other. So it'd be like, you mean to tell me, like, you really gonna go to jail for like what forty plus? And he then, was facing forty seven years, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then on top of that, life. So forty plus. So you really mean to tell me you gonna go to jail for forty years? And on top of that, life. I don't even, know, I don't even understand what that should be meaning. But forty seven years plus life. I think they just be throwing in the forty. 40- it's not funny, but I never understand that. 47 years plus life. Like, what the fuck does that right. mean? Right, so, like, just just as, like, a person, like, you know, you, you might be in the streets, all that, this, that, and the third, we'll do whatever you want to say, but just, like, as a personal decision, you gonna go to jail like that? Like, come on, I don't think any, especially after you have been through all that, like, I don't think any, like, sane person is just gonna make that decision. Like, you gonna say something, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Now, in his case, he said everything. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you names. I know, like, what they ate yesterday type shit. Like, so um, it might not be to that extent, but I feel like, yeah, most people are going to make a deal in that situation. Like, you're not going to go to jail for 40 years for, like. But, so, how do you, okay, so a lot of people would, so. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's the thing. I definitely agree with you on a lot of parts because people keep talking about, like, Oh, he told woo woo woo. He snitched woo woo. That's again street code. You don't listen to his music, but the street code really apply to music. Like uh, I don't think street code applies to music no nah, more. Because his music is really, especially in his case, music is about clout. Like this nigga got what he have like two million. Like he two million uh on IG live yesterday. And I just like to say I didn't even watch the live. I watched clips of the live after, like, you know, it was posted. But when I was seeing it, it was a whole bunch of verified accounts that was watching the live. I'm sure. Like, they not going, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they want it. Everybody wants to see. And the other thing about, like, him in his case, he owning it. It's not like he's saying, oh, I didn't say nothing. I mean, he ain't got no choice but to own it, but he is owning it, like. And that's the thing. I don't feel like I, I agree. Like he owned it. He ain't never lied. Like it's definitely it's informants in every city. And that's the thing. I don't even know. I guess he's not really an informant. He snitched, but he's not like an informant. Yeah, they just caught him. But said. like it's people. I know for a fact. Like I like people were saying so much, and I'm like, bro, y'all gotta realize some of your favorite rappers. They signed that paper. They signed them papers. Like, they did that stuff, too. And then people talking about street code. This is my thing. Like, if y'all really want to, if people really want to claim street code, then there's a couple things that people need to understand about street code. One, number one, when it comes down to street code, is that kids are supposed to be off limits and women is supposed to be off limits. And when I say that, I mean, you don't touch kids, you don't don't touch the women, you don't do none of that, right? Mm. That's been dead. People kill kids, all that kind of stuff. People kill women, they don't care. So that's been dead. Another thing with street code, when your man's passed away, you're supposed to make sure the funeral stuff is good. You're supposed to check on the mama. You're supposed to check on the siblings. That's street code. Mm-hmm. But y'all talking about this man not snitching because he didn't want to do life. And y'all saying that street code. Like you said, them people weren't even his brothers. Them wasn't his kin. Like, I look at it like this. If you're going to commit a crime, you better do that shit by yourself because niggas will fold. Yeah, like, I don't care what like... nobody say. Niggas will fold. And I know I ain't going to name a certain person because he didn't directly act the person. But he was basically saying, like, he wasn't going to fold and everything like that. But, you know, he was coming hard at 6 9 about snitching. And it's like, my guy, most of y'all will fold under that pressure. Yeah, like, y'all going to fold. Like... You telling me my family can't see me no more? They're going to have to see. They're going to have to either call me, write me, or come up here? You telling me I'm going to have to piss a shower? You know all this stuff on somebody else's schedule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all gonna, y'all not doing 40, if you can, if you can take two or 47 years, you're taking two, bro. Like, don't sit up here and act like you're not taking yeah, two. Especially if you like, know you finna get out and still be popping. And bro, like, Matt, and it was crazy because mad people was like, oh, I'm not gonna, um, what did they say? I'm not gonna listen. Like, people talking about they not gonna listen to his music. I was like, I wasn't like a big 6 9 fan before he, he got locked up. I ain't gonna lie. 6 9 pissed me off when he did that whole Chicago shit <laughs> when he was like, oh, I'm on old block, woo, woo, woo. And I was looking like, and what, I was like, like when he out there like 5 in the morning or some shit like that, like, exactly <laughs> and then and then he was trying to act like he was really in the hood at one point and he was downtown like bro you're downtown chicago if you don't shut up bro like shut up bro like that's what i didn't like and it's like people get so mad but is he wrong you think he wrong like for the shock value no nah, i mean he he's he's the best example of they do anything for cloud and that shit worked like the best example like everything he did to like get recognized and get attention like all that shit ended up working now it worked too much because you know what i'm saying like he ended up getting in trouble for some of that shit but at the end of the day he's still like he still got the money obviously so he he's straight and everything he did pretty much worked so that's what i'm saying i mean i don't think he's gonna be able to go back outside like that no more but it's like i don't know because this is the thing street code stuff is like dead to me because people don't be 
really going by what these street code stuff is like because if that was the case as soon as he stepped outside he was supposed to get got that didn't happen yeah, like i honestly believe he'll be fine like that's what i'm saying like i just think people be doing stuff i don't know like he at the end of the day six nine been the person he's always been he didn't show us that he was gonna troll on the internet. He didn't show us that. And to me, he ain't really no street dude. Like I don't care he if you was, was jumped in. The- <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. He's not a street dude to me. Like everybody, y'all keep saying street code. I don't think street code exists in the music industry. Because if you really want to get there, like battle rappers wouldn't say some of the stuff they say in battle rap. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna keep it real. I love Tupac. But, like, Tupac saying, fuck the crew in the clique you claim, like, and I fucked your wife, like, <laughs> what? That's disrespectful. But that was a different, that was a different time in hip-hop, too, though, so. But if people really want to say, if you want to go to, like, this, this unwritten street code, um, rules and regulations, whatever you want to call it, you, people's wives are supposed to be off limit, kids, women, and what y'all, like, Niggas up in there talking about people having sickle cells. Like, yeah. what, bro? And I love Tupac. I think that's one of the hardest this ever. But, like, where the street code go? Like, is you really even a street dude? Like, and definitely 90s was different. But we seen what happened in the 90s. I blame, I also blame some of these publications because they gassed it up. Because, I mean, I think it was Double XL. They was talking about it. And I was just like, okay. Like, and I'm not going to lie. I watched this my video. I watched it too. I laughed the whole time because this nigga was trolling. He's literally that. I think it's at what thirty-seven million views right now. Probably, and that nigga's just Bro. like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> he literally. And I was looking he literally like, said, like, I think he literally said, like, "Bitch, I'm back" or some shit like that. Like, he said, "Bitch, I'm back, honey." Yeah, I'm a rat. Like, so that's what I don't know. I thought the video was cool. It's cool. I mean, it's 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 him. It's it's still his. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing changed. It's still his music. So you know. Do your thing. Yeah. And if y'all see me with one of the colored ponytails that the girls had in the video, just know. Yes, I watched the video. Hey, that shit was kind of... They hairs was cute. That shit look good. I ain't gonna cap with you. And I was about to say, I know that plenty of dudes didn't watch the video because they wanted to see the girls too. Like, okay. People, like at the end of the day, 37 million people when I last checked, watched the music video. Whether or not they was being nosy they want to check up on somebody they quote unquote hate or if they really just still mess with six nine now i think the issue like i don't care new york people can feel however they want to feel mm-hmm. but new york should have put him in his place when he started calling himself the king of new york yeah. how you the king of new york but ain't didn't 50 back him up I don't 50 know. backed him up on some shit but how is how is six nine the king of new york all of these people that then came out of new york and six nine's the king of new york I don't know. I ain't even. He's the king. Jay Z, Ja Rule, Fifty Cent, Fabulous, Jada Kiss, The Locks, everybody, Wu Tang, like. Hey, boo. All fifty eleven of the Wu Tang. All these niggas say they're the king of New York. Like, uh, I think Lil T. Ain't Lil T. J. Say he was the king of New York. (laughs) First of all, Lil T. J. Say he the king of New York is just goofy. Pop. If he said that, that's goofy. Pop Smoke said that shit. R.I.P. Dang, he said that yeah, too? D- d- Pop Smoke that's definitely goofy. said that. Hey, niggas need to start saying they the king of they borough or they block because I don't know. I don't think people can. I just feel like it's different. I think, okay, I feel like you should definitely be confident in your craft. But like when T.I. said he was the king of the South, like, I mean, he got some pushback. But like, we kind of let that hey. ride. We I am. I agree with you. Back then, to you, I was definitely the king of the south. Like I agree with that. I mean, once you the king, you can't take it back. You the king. Or you could do. You could say what uh, Jacquees says is multiple kings. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Jacquees said that after everybody started getting on his ass when he said he was the king. Because it was when literally was like, like nobody. I'm the new king of R and B. We was like, nigga, what? <laughs> like. That, it's that, funny. That. I mean, shout out to Jacquees because I actually did used to work for him for a hot, hot, hot second. He wouldn't remember me though, but you know, shout out to Jacquees. He said that out of nowhere. And I know niggas was like, what? Like, even my mom was talking about it. They was like, who this little nigga that's <laughs> the king of R&B? 
shock value. And then, it's that shock value. And then value. what he do? Like he, it was like something he got into, but like key sweat or something like that. Like it was just like, oh my god, like <laughs> this nigga you know, wild. It's funny because then, because then he had to see key sweat in public too. Ooh, you know, but people be coming for key sweat too. I didn't know people thought. You know, people say key sweat can't sing. Uh, I feel like I heard something about that before. They say he be whining or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I like Keith. I like Keith Sweat too. Keith Sweat got bangers. He made it last. Plenty he made it last forever. So <laughs> be like, just got paid Man. Friday night. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, just got paid Friday night. Yeah, he did that one too. Yeah, I don't know, but I think it's the shock value. Like, I think when Jacquees did it, I don't think the R and B cats did what they were supposed to do. When Jacquees did that, all of them was supposed to drop a song. Now, that would have been real shock value. I mean, yeah, but it, it's... Even... I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to... Who, who would you say is, I'll say, a good... Uh, who would you say could be the king of R&B? Like, for real, for real. Like, now. Okay, see, king of R&B, that's the thing. What is we... How are we... Okay, so I feel like... Oh, that's hard. First of all, King of R&B, damn, I'm about to just, all right, I'm about to, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers anyway, but um, I think R&B is really hard because, like, to me, Teddy Pendergrass is R&B, but he's R&B so. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mary J. Blige, she's R&B, but she's, like, hip-hop. And if you really want to go there, I know people about to, you know, whatever. But I'm going to have to give it to R. Kelly. Like, <laughs> like I'm not even about to fry. Like, R. Kelly, like, you know, whatever he be doing, that hey, he should man, be doing. That shit not that is, right. I'm be telling people, man, you sometimes you really just got to separate the music from the monster. Like, and that's that's where I stand with it. Like, I really like you have to separate some people's art from mm. it. From it, like I get people saying, like, oh, I don't want to listen to his sexual songs and stuff. Like, I get what people are saying about that part, but I'm I I do still listen to R. Kelly. I do too. Um, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop. Like, I'm not this even. This my first time you. saying it out loud. Oh, I've been saying that. Be like, cause, bro, you know what the crazy thing about that was when, even when that whole documentary came out, you would watch it. And then the next thing you would start talking about is you'd be like, yo, but he got bangers. And then like the next thing I know, we watching R. Kelly videos. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, oh, this is a classic right here. This is a banger. We watched it for like an hour straight. So you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's crazy. But you know, Robert Kelly did all that stuff and R. Kelly got good music. Like, Facts. That's what it is. Like R. Kelly put out really good really good music like and timeless music I, that's what i'm saying like i wish turn back the hands of times heaven i need a hug like like i believe i can fly like come on bro that was just space jam yeah, like given but i don't know i have a lot of issues with the r kelly thing anyway because it's like my nigga y'all was making jokes about r kelly in 2006 oh, we why did y'all this, still think this, this stuff was that's what, the, that's what I said be like yo this isn't new like we knew this for like ever like <laughs> we've known this for like, a long time like you know what I'm saying like that's what I and I mean I definitely get what people saying in the stance that they you know are putting and everything I don't know it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate I don't know what to say on that but I do believe that we gotta figure out if it's possible to really separate the art I feel like um, Fresh Prince probably had the biggest teachable moments for me. What did you learn from Fresh Prince? Um, just a whole bunch of stuff. You know, it's hella relatable. Like the the whole Uncle Phil situation, and you know, I ain't. I, I it was just me and my mom, so you know what I'm saying. Like some stuff you just pick up on. Like the whole probably the um the most teachable thing out of Fresh Prince is just like. You know, you just you just see the growth in it, like over time. You That's definitely true. see that. So I definitely agree. You know, it's just it's 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 a whole different thing. Like I I can't even think of one episode off the top of my head right now. But it's just like a, a combination of things between like growth and you know friendships, family, and becoming into a man and. You know, all all that kind of mixes in together, and that's what kind of does it for me. So. I definitely get what she's saying. I don't know. I guess I would have to rewatch like Fresh Prince of Bel Air because for me, 
um, when I graduated from undergrad, I rewatched <laughs> A Different World, yeah. and it was impactful for me because, like, I was, like, after undergrad, I was struggling. I was in that post-grad depression, baby. So, like, me watching it and then seeing, like, how the other, like, seeing the storylines, like, how they were figuring out, like, what they're going to mm. do for they not graduating on time, I feel like that related. Mm. I have to really rewatch Fresh Prince. I have... I just recently rewatched Family Matters and I still can't believe that stuff. Family Matters had nine seasons. That's a long time. 20 plus episodes. That's a long time. And then stuff. And 20 plus episodes a season. For what? Was, uh, that's, that was their deal. <laughs> Man, I'm just... I don't but, know. Um, I guess even revisiting a lot of stuff, like even music projects even like cartoons like revisiting stuff it's just be like you never picked up on this when you was younger and you just i don't know i just i i I don't know what to say like i i i just don't think family matters needed to be on the air for nine seasons (laughs) like people and i think i i started revisiting and i felt that way and i guess maybe if i was really watching it like in the what was that the late 80s early 90s and stuff maybe i'll feel different because of course there's still episodes that i enjoy mm-hmm. but i think part of me re-watching it was because everybody was on kenya barris's throat about black as fuck and i was like black as fuck is not like my top tv show i'm not gonna i didn't rank it as like a top show <laughs> for me but it's a mockumentary and it was parts of it that i laughed at it and it was parts and i you, didn't and it was a lot of parts that no i can't so have you watched it because i haven't watched it yet you've watched like the whole thing I watched it. I think that everybody should watch it and make their own decision because that's the other thing I was saying. Like you, people was talking about it not being relatable, or that their family, or that didn't look like their family. No shit, that don't look like that. Your family, they not your family. The fuck, that's like. But well, I got to get into it. I've like, heard good and bad things about it, so I'll, I'll definitely get into that. There, everybody's saying like episode five, which I do think episode five is a good episode. I definitely say you should watch it get your own opinion about it and like the last thing i would even say about black as fuck is that y'all have to realize everybody that writes is writing a story that they feel relates to them people talking about it wasn't relatable my nigga good times was not per se relatable to me i did not grow up in the project it's really hard to it's 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 actually impossible to write something that relates to everybody like that's unrealistic that's that's not gonna happen exactly and then like most stories are you might relate to it in some way, but it's not, it ain't supposed to be your story. Like, <laughs> I ain't, exactly, writing, that right I ain't writing about you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that right there. It just depends. But I feel like um, just being able to create something that even people can relate to in even the smallest way is like, that's, that's a big, that's a big deal. Cause you know, like, Life is life, you know, You if you want to write about, like, college, like, okay, we all had similar experience in college. Why? We all in college at the same time doing the same stuff. Like, that's why. I just think people made it a big deal. Like, people brought colorism in it. And I was like, y'all, and I try not to say nothing because I am, you know, I'm not dark skin. I am on the little lighter side. Like, I mean, you know, I'm we, not, like, light you know, right brown skin popping. I'm not. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't want to be insensitive to anybody's like um, journey or whatever. But I just feel like he made a story that was about what his family looks like, and then some people was talking about. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's different for them. Like I'm lighter than my brother. I'm lighter than my mother. I'm lighter than my mm-hmm. father. And then people were saying like families don't look like that. Like I'm looking like I don't know what your family look like, but my family, yes, we all different skin. Well, everybody okay? have they, same mama, same dad. Everybody want to be a critic, so you know what I'm saying. Some stuff, some stuff ain't even worth listening to. You know what I'm saying. So it, it just just depends. And I'm like, if you want to see a different story, how about you make the story? Facts. That's how I feel about that. Facts. Like make the like, story because everything's not gonna relate to you. Y'all watch the Cosby show. Y'all niggas, y'all mommy and daddy was not no doctor. And your mommy and daddy was not no lawyer. Y'all watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Your daddy was not no judge. Like, y'all better quit That's out facts. here. So everybody daddy was a judge. That's facts. Nah. Like, y'all gotta, like, stop. People have to stop. Everything, like you said, it's not gonna relate to everybody. Make your own show. And that's what I got to say on that one. 
And then even doubling back to the six nine situation, people started comparing it with Bobby um Shamarter. I don't know how to say Bobby's last name. Bobby Bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. And Rowdy, but that's different. Like they bro- like they got a brotherhood, right? I'm pretty like, sure. But ain't ain't they say Bobby was supposed to get out like in a couple months or soon or something like that? I think he got like two years left. No, he get out December. Yeah, he's supposed to get out okay, December. I, say, I think I saw that somewhere. But, but obviously, he ain't doing the same time that um, Takashi was finna do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, um, cause you know, it was like, oh, if he would have, t- like, I guess something with like, if he would have told, his sentence would have got reduced. But either way, he wasn't about to do yeah, life. Say you, you, he wasn't doing 47 we got you years. And then you know, oh my gosh, people brought up six nine saying the n word. What his what? They brought up six nine saying the n word because you know they oh, say nigga. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I feel like if you're not black, you shouldn't say the n word. I don't know because they talking about Cardi being Afro Latina or whatever. I don't. I don't try to get into all of that because I don't. I don't understand mm-hmm. all of that. I just know I'm black. <laughs> That's all I got. But then I was like, y'all, if y'all gonna say that, then y'all need to call out Fat Joe. Y'all need to call out J Lo because they been Forever. saying the N word before we was like. born. And I was, and that's the thing. That's when I first got really confused about the N word because I don't know what I was watching. And I was like, Fat Joe said the N word. I'm like, oh, Fat Joe black. Yeah, facts. Oh, like, Fat but Joe you know what's crazy? Black. You know what I've I've kind of noticed just over time. Khaled has never said the N word. I don't think he's ever said it in any song that I can think of. But isn't Fat? I mean, not Fat Joe. Isn't DJ Khaled like? Well, come on, Blake. DJ Khaled said, "Who we? We are the best." Like, oh, he did. He, he really did. He did. It? I forgot about that. He said the N word. Didn't he say hood nigga? We the best. Didn't he say that shit? No, he said I'm from the hood. Bro, I gotta go back and listen to that now. But I remember I was, I thought Khaled, right. Khaled was a light skinned nigga for the longest. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know who, we don't know what is what, but I mean, I'm looking at it like this: stay safe during quarantine. Um, listen to some good music. It's a, it's lot, a lot of good of music, music out. And Blake, I always ask people if you could give like anybody some advice or something that you live by, like what would you say? Um. So one thing I'm really starting just to realize just just with my own journey is that you know you still have um i know we we feel our generation is kind of rushed and we want everything right away but you you do still have time to pretty much you know like everything every part of your life ain't gonna be together i know we feel like it's supposed to be like that we're supposed to have this that and the third by now but um everything is there's a time for everything and i feel like everybody's time will come and you know just kind of like that like you still we still have time to do all of these these great things that you know we picture ourselves doing. You just gotta put the work in, build on it, improve on it. And you know, I feel like that'll happen for you. So the the thing I just want to say is, just, you know, everybody just take your time and you know, pretty much enjoy enjoy your life. Don't 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 stress about about too much stuff that's out of your control. Just just and just being young and all this stuff. Um, like I said, I know we tend to rush stuff, so you know, just enjoy the journey. So. Uh, I definitely agree you preaching I personally would tell people you know just do it I think we stay too focused on things that we shouldn't sometimes you just mm-hmm. need to do it but um Wavy B aka yes, Blake you know where can they find you and stuff cause I don't know if you, you accept friend requests if you do where can they uh, find you, know, you just hit me on hit me on the gram you know the IG is at Wavy B underscore so you know just, just hit me up always be there always you know having good conversations you know Joe's my girl you know she is one of my day ones right here so you know you know how we get down but um that's pretty much it man you know just hit me all right so this is another episode of ain't no filter thank you for tuning in tell a friend and tell a friend to subscribe and this was with me in wavy b and